Hello, Bearcat family and other listeners. Welcome back to another episode of McKendry Sports Radio. Here I am again, Jamari Johnson. Today with me, I have a special guest. His name is Devon Miles. He plays football here at McKendry University, and I'll let him do a quick introduction about himself. Uh, hello, I'm Devon Miles. I play football at McKendry University. I'm a senior. I play safety. And I'm majoring in economics and finance. And I'm from Chicago, Illinois, West Side. Okay. Thank you for coming on and being a part of this interview today. For those of you who don't know, in 2019, Devon Miles was named GLVC All-Second Team Player. He had 92 total tackles with 48 solo tackles and 44 assisted tackles. And he tied second in McKendry history with 16 tackles in a single game against Southwest Baptist University. In 2020, which was a COVID year, so they were only able to have two games last semester of 2021, he was GOVC all-first-team player, and he had 15 tackles. Unfortunately, he missed five games this season due to a minor meniscus tear, and he returned this past weekend against University of Indianapolis. It was a tough loss, but what do you and the football team have planned to get back on track for this week against Quincy? Uh, first off, we want to just execute for a full 60 minutes. We want to make sure guys are focused throughout the game, not just for certain moments in the game or feel like this is a special play because all plays are special. So the one time that you lax in like, focus, that can be the special play just because it made something bigger for them because they were focused the whole time and not – you being focused the whole time. So we're going to address things like that in practice, like just taking practice as serious as it can come. Uh, like then the preparation for out, throughout the week, like make sure we watch the film. The meetings are going to be more intense. Like it's things before the game that can impact what happened in the game. And then once we're in the game, the communication got to stay key, making sure that we're talking all the time. And then just things of like the brotherhood, making sure that staying going the whole time rather than us just like – out there going to have fun, but at the same time, you have fun through winning. So if we having fun from winning, we can have fun at any point in time. But we need to stay focused. So just focusing all 60 minutes is what we're going to correct. Okay. Okay. I love to hear that. Um, I have noticed that you guys – um, it's noticeable that you guys have multiple games where you guys would do good one half and bad the other. Do you know, like – do you have, like, a reason why that happens? I think things like that are, like, we, we're we prepared, but at the same time, like, just the 60-minute thing, I think we've been a team of halves all the time. So just the full thing of completion, like, making sure everybody can do it for 60 minutes or not even just that one person can do it for 60 minutes. The man behind him could do it for 60 minutes and having people, faith in the people in front of us and behind us. So making sure that all 22, not just the 22 of the 11 of the other people, but the 22 other people that can back us up and start for us, making sure all of them are prepared and making sure, like, we all are brotherhood. It's not like one person can make this play. It's 11 people out there at all times. So making making sure all 11 are on the same page at all times on the sidelines. Like, things like that that are not going on in the game make a difference that's going on in the game. So once we realize, like, everybody is needed, and that's what's going to make the difference of just being the tail of two halves and making it a whole game. So just us focusing from the start to the finish with the starters and the second stream is what's going to make a tale of two halves 
be become one story. Okay, okay. Now, if you don't mind, is it okay if I ask you how did you tear your meniscus? Absolutely. So, to get into that, honestly, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> like, I, it was one day in practice, I came off the sideline, and I knew something wasn't right with my body. And it was the right side of my knee, and I addressed it to one of the trainers. And the way... <coughs> The way that I, uh, the way that I felt coming off the sideline, I was like, I know I can, I can go, but something's not right. Mm-hmm. So then I addressed it with one of the trainers. I tried to practice on it the next day, and then it was one drill. I jumped up and I came down and I landed and had to sit out for the whole drill because I couldn't, I couldn't move. So it was just like immense pain, and I addressed it with with one of the trainers, and then we basically got a diagnosis, and then I had the X-ray. Nothing happened with the X-rays, and nothing wrong was wrong with my bones. And then we had the MRI, and then they seen it was a tear in my meniscus. It wasn't on the outside; it was like the inside of the tear, and it was a small tear, but it was something that needed to be addressed because the doctor told me I could have like lingering arthritis, and it would, could have been a bunch of health problems down the line. Mm-hmm. So once I found out what was going on with that, I, I'd rather play it safe than sorry. Rather than playing three games and tear it all the way, and I'd be out for six months, I can be out for a couple weeks and then come back like I. Like I did. Yeah, I'm very glad that it wasn't that bad of a tear because I'm sure you make a huge impact on the team. Um, how was rehab, and did you have any doubts about your return? Rehab is probably one of the hardest things in my life that I've ever been through. I think that <laughs> made me – I'm still a child. but I, I'm 22 years old, but I'm still a child. But that made me grow up as a person, as a man. Like, I've never been through no pain like that in my life. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I had to go through a lot of things that I – I was prepared for it because I knew what I was getting myself into because how bad I wanted to play and how bad I wanted to come back. But going through the process, like the pain that I was going through, I had to wake up every day, like seven days a week, to go in the training room knowing what was about to happen to my body. And thank God for the head trainer, Alex, because he he blessed me making sure I was back. But I went through so much pain, I had to prepare myself mentally every day. Thank you for the teachers that worked with me to get all my work back, like – I was trying to stay on track with a lot of things, even still trying to be a captain on the football team, like inspire others, not being able to move how I want to move. It was hard for me to go to the bathroom, but mentally I stayed strong. Like talking to my friends, like my support group, really what got me through my rehab process because the pain that I was going through every day on a daily basis, I kept a smile, but I just kept moving because it, it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it really hurt every day, but I made sure I, I was I was there. And I didn't just do it for me. I did it for my team so I can get back on the field, and I'm happy that I'm out there. But the pain that I went through on a daily basis was something that I never imagined Devon Miles going through. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm sure you played football a long time, and football is a very violent sport. Is this like your first major injury, or have you had another major injury before this? The biggest injury I've ever had before this was getting the wind knocked out of me. I never (laughs) missed a game in my life. I've been playing football since first grade and never missed a game. I probably never missed a down now, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I got here, I didn't play as much. Yeah. But I never missed a game when it was my time to play. So, mm-hmm. me missing all them games, like, sitting there when I know I'm supposed to be out there. Not supposed to be out there, but when I could be out there, it, was a, it wasn't hard for me because I, I had faith, full faith in everybody on that field. But I had to find a different way to contribute to the game, like just making energy on the sideline or talking to people when they're coming off. I had to find a different way to lead rather than trying to lead by example. So, it just – made me grow as a person, as a man, as a leader. Like, it just – it really made me progress in life rather than me just finding out, like, all right, you're a football player. What can you do to your actions? Like, you, yo, yo, 
your words can really speak louder than your actions sometimes as much as people say your actions speak louder than your words because your actions not you're going to be limited at some point in your life so if you can inspire through your words that still help the same way so i learned how to do that and then at the same time i still feel like i can get my ability back so that just built the type of man and character that i can have mm-hmm. so i learned how to do that through injury and i i was happy watching my boys play like you learn how to Look at the game a different way, not as a coach. I'm not as advanced as a coach, but you can see what the coach is seeing, not with the same mindset, but you see, like, all right, if I was out here, I could have did this. And then you come and tell the man that's already out there, mm-hmm. he hearing that from a player, like, all right, you can adjust a certain way yeah. rather than just being out there and then you just going. You don't understand what's going on until you watch the film. So if you got somebody that played the same position as you, like you got somebody that's out there with you majority of the time, you can understand, like, all right, that just – <clears throat> that just help you understand more in depth of the game rather than me just going all the time. Like, you can think about it, too. Like, the game really slows down. Like, the, that gave me another perspective of the game. Yeah, I'm sure with – I'm pretty sure with you being hurt, it helped the coaches a lot, especially with the people who play your position, who were, I'm sure, struggled. Um, because I'm sure playing safety is pretty a pretty hard position to do. So, I'm I'm glad that you were there to help – those players who needed that help to know what they need to do and give them that motivation. Um, Appreciate that. Next question is, what do you see happening for the rest of the season for you and the team? We winning. That's all I got. And that's the only <laughs> thing I have in my mind is you can, I can take a lot of detective tests and all I can see is us winning for the rest of the season. Like the guys we learning as we go along. So things it's like previous times we would be trying to figure out, like, what's going on. But now we know what's going on. Like, we improve every game. No matter what happens, we always have a we have a plan for the next step. It's not like, all right, we lost. We have this much to fix. It's one thing to fix. And it's not – if it's not one thing, we know what we need to address. We know how to address it. And we know when it needs to be addressed. And we do it immediately. So, us being able to move forward in a positive way and knowing how to move forward in a positive way impacts our culture. Like, we're not just building for us. So if it don't happen for us, it's going to happen for the next generation. So we're not just doing things for us. We're making sure everybody behind us is going to be good at the same time. So us moving forward, I think we're going to win. And that's that simple. I love the confidence. I love the confidence. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Um, Last question. So I have been hearing rumors, and I want to ask if it is true. Will you be coming back next year to play football one last time of your college career? I plan on coming back to McKendree, you know what I'm saying? As long as I can get all my dogs in here, you know what I'm saying? We're going to make sure we – I'm not going nowhere that me and my friends can't be. So, I'm going to make sure me and my support system are taken care of fully. long as that's going on, I'm wherever my dogs want to be. So, long as I'm good, me and my friends good, I'm going wherever they want to be. So, I'm coming back because I know we're going to get we're gonna get what we need to be taken care of. We're going to lead the team to that we – we're going to lead the team that we want. And the team behind us, not saying that we like these big front runners, but we got people behind us and around us that make sure we all we got a common goal and we're going to work towards it. So I'm trying to work with the people that I've been working with all the years that I've been here. Mm-hmm. I'm not just a person to start something up and just leave it. So I'm here with me and all my guys, and I'm coming back. So we're going to make sure we win. We're going to win this year. We're going to win next year. And they're going to win the year that we leave. So <laughs> <laughs> we just about winning. That's all I'm about, man. Okay, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Well, I wish you guys the best on the rest of your season. Everybody, thank you for listening. For Devon Miles, 
Um, I can't wait to see what's going to happen for their future this year. Now, on to the past game, starting from Tuesday, October 5th. On Tuesday, October 5th, our women's golf placed fourth of 13 at the Flyer Intercollegiate event. And then our men's golf tied fifth of 19 teams also at the Flyer Intercollegiate event. On Friday, October 8th, our men's swim team won at SIUE Carbondale 156.5 to 141.5. Our women's swim team lost 60 to 239 at Southern Illinois University Carbondale. Our women's and men's soccer team both won their game against Southwest Baptist. Our women's won 2-1 to one, and our men's won 3-1. to one. Our women's volleyball team loses 2-3 to three against Southwest Baptist. On Saturday, October 9th, our men's water polo had three games and they won all three. They beat Salem University 14-6. They beat Augustana College 16-4. And they beat Gannon University 11-8. Our women volleyball loses 0-3 against Rockhurst University. And our men's football loses 28-57 against University of Indianapolis. On Sunday, our men's water polo wins. Our men's water polo won against Mercyhurst University 12-7. And our men and women beat Rockhurst University with our women winning 3-0 and our men's soccer team went 2-0. Now on for upcoming games. On Tuesday, October 12th, our women's hockey team will have a home game here at McKendry versus Maryville University at 7 p.m. On Friday, October 15th, our women's volleyball team will travel to Hammond, Indiana to face Purdue University Northwest at 2.30 p.m. Our women's hockey team will drive to Chesterfield, Missouri and play Maryville University at 5 p.m. While our men and women's soccer team will both play will both play Missouri S&T at Rolla, Missouri, and our women will play first at 5 p.m., and then our men will play right after at 7.30 p.m. On Saturday, October 16th, our men's bowling are participating in a Western shootout in Indianapolis, Indiana. Our women's volleyball will be in Hamlet, Indiana, playing Malone University at 9.30 a.m. Then later on that day, they will face Tiffin University at 4 p.m. Our men's and women's swim team will be in St. Peter's, Missouri, to face off both Lindenwood University and Drury University. And last but not least, our men's football will drive to Quincy, Illinois, and face off Quincy University at 3 p.m. On Sunday, October 17th, our women's soccer and men's soccer will be in Springfield, Missouri, facing off Drury University. Our women will face off at 12 p.m., and our men's will face right after at 2.30 p.m. That is all the games that are coming up this week. I wish the best of luck to everybody, and I wish everybody who are listening right now, I hope you guys have a good night or a good day, depending on what time you are listening. And I can't wait to give you guys content for next week. Enjoy your day. Peace.